Welcome to the Daily Ding. I'm your host, Andrew Schlecht. With me again, my good friend, Will Guillory, covers the Pelicans for The Athletic. Will, what's up? I'm back like I never left, man. Actually, I didn't leave, but, you know, we're, you we're back. Leave. Right, that's exactly right. Uh, I love talking rookies. I could probably just do a podcast every every week just about rookies and, and how they're doing because I just find... I find almost every class interesting, but this class in particular, there's a lot of intrigue around this class, and particularly at the top. I think everybody wants to watch the guys at the top. But I wanted to just go through some rookies that uh, – and, and Will covers the draft and these guys too. Like, Will knows these guys well. So I'm, I want to start off with a super-duper homer pick. Uh, <laughs> if, you, if you don't know me, I cover the, uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder and live in Oklahoma City. But somebody that – is crazy intriguing to me is Josh Giddy. Yeah. The way that he played in his first preseason game uh, opened up a lot of eyes, including mine, as to what he could be in the NBA. Uh, he's six foot eight. He's got a pretty big frame. He's got to fill that out some, but he's still 18. He doesn't turn 19 until October 10th. So we're talking about a really, really young player uh, who came onto the court, played uh, in like a pretty mature way, was just played at his own pace. He was finding guys. He was whipping passes across the court with his offhand, you know, finding guys right in the pocket. He was getting rebounds. He was pushing the break. He had a nice in-and-out dribble. Like there, There's just some stuff, and there's some grit to Josh Giddy that I think people will really like because he – a lot of people see him. He's 6'8", and they're like, oh, he's probably not a point guard. Like, definitely a point guard. Like, definitely a guy that could be a full-time point guard uh, for a team, and I think will play a lot of point for OKC. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, you mentioned it. Just the, the thing that jumps out first when I when I saw him in Vegas the first time I walked by him in the hall, I was like, "Wow, this guy's big, man! Like yeah. he, he's such a big point guard." You kind of sleep on it because you watch, you know, some of these overseas tapes, and you're like, "Okay, how's this guy gonna look when you put him in the gym with some real NBA players?" And yeah, the size jumps out immediately. And then when you watch him play, just the way he sees the entire court, like you said, the accuracy on his passes, I think is really impressive for a young guy. And he just doesn't care, man. He'll throw a pass across the court with his left hand. He'll throw it between his legs. He'll mm. throw that. I know he's going to have a couple alley-oops this year off the backboard. Uh, he oh, just yeah. does whatever, man. I just love the fearlessness in his game. And, I, man, just that – just give me all the Josh Giddy poku pick and rolls. I just want to see yeah. him just how funky it is. <laughs> what's happening? Who's going to fall over? Is Poku going to shoot it from half court? I just want to see it all this year. I can't wait just to watch all of these weird OKC lineups and what Josh Giddy is going to do with that team because they're going to be fun. They're going to be a couple games where they lose by, like, 50. But we're going to have some interesting clips with this team because they just got pieces all over the place. They do. Yeah, it is. It is a wacky team. Uh, I just got to got to cross your fingers for Chet Holmgren to come to OKC too to just complete like this wacky pack of a team. Uh, okay, who are you watching? Well, who you got? Uh, if we're going to, you know, start off with a homer pick for you, I got to go to a homer pick myself and yes. go Trey Murphy, man. The guy, a.k.a. Clay Thompson of New Orleans. Uh, Trey Murphy, <laughs> I mean, I, I, this guy comes out his first two preseason games, hits six threes in each game. Uh, I mean, just shoot. Uh, the, the very first play of the game, he comes in against the Orlando Magic. He walks in, dribbles up, and pulls it from 30. I'm like, who is this guy? What's going on? Uh, I mean, it, the guy just shoots it with so much confidence, and you're seeing him hit threes right now 
and he's not even playing with Zion Williamson yet. I mean, just think about the mm-hmm. space they're going to have out there once Zion gets it going. I, I mean, just the, he's going to step into so many open threes this year. And we mentioned it in our Pels preview. I came into the season kind of thinking Devontae Graham and Nikhil Alexander-Walker will be the backcourt I expect to see for this team on opening night just because of what those guys can bring offensively. And I think Nikhil can be a pretty good defender for them. But the way Trey Murphy is shooting the ball, man, I'm just like, hey, just put him out there with B.I. and Zion and just let him make open threes and just live with whatever mistakes he makes on the other end. Uh, I think it's really impressive. And, and man, as much as we made fun of David Griffin this summer, and believe me, he he deserves it in a lot of ways. (laughs) But, I mean, just to pull off getting off the Eric Bledsoe, Steven Adams contracts and getting back Jonas Valanciunas and Trey Murphy – I mean, that's that's an outstanding trade. Uh, you know, that might be yep. the best trade he's made in New Orleans. And, you know, he pulled off the freaking Brandon Ingram trade in, in the AD uh, deal. So I think, mm-hmm. yeah, they're, they're really excited about this young group, uh, uh, Trey Murphy and Herb Jones as well. Got to give him a shout out. That second round pick. They love them some Herb Jones, a.k.a. Straight yes. Jacket. Uh, you know, he, he does a lot of good things out there. So, yeah, they're, they're really excited about this this rookie class in New Orleans and what this young team is starting to form into. Mm-hmm. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Uh, my next guy is Scotty Barnes. Oh, you stole my pick. Yeah, <laughs> man. I I am so intrigued with him in... In many ways, like on the court, off the court, like off the court, he's going to be great. Like he's going to be one of the best quotes in the league. Uh, But then on the court, he is massive. He is just a giant guy, like just arms and legs everywhere. He's going to fill the middle of the court for them. And he just does everything. Like he just did everything for them against the Sixers in his first preseason game. You know, filled the stat sheet, 13 points, nine boards, six assists, two steals, two blocks. I mean... Wow, like a, a team high plus nineteen, and obviously like wins and losses plus minus. Like who cares? Like it's preseason. These are negative games. These aren't real games. But still, like you can see that this guy is going to impact winning from day one, just because he's going to fill the gaps. He's in there, and they've got like OG Ananobi showed that he's got some scoring chops, like more than maybe a lot of people thought. Uh, you got Fred Van Vliet. You have Goran Dragic, who's going to be there to help. Like they've got guys that can score the ball, but to throw him in there and have him fill the gaps as a passer, as a defender, as a guy who's going to grab boards, uh, as a guy who can pretty much he can, he'll be able to switch on everybody. Will he be able to defend every position well? Probably not from the jump, but he'll be able to at least switch. Uh, this is it's it's a big deal. It's a great pick for Toronto. He's a very Toronto Raptors type of guy. And I'm excited to just see him get into a groove with this team. Yeah, and I agree with everything you said. And I would add on top of that, that dude is a D-A-W-G, a dog. He he, yeah. like, he plays with so much grit, so much heart. 
Uh, he he loves every second he's on the court. And I guarantee there's going to be like three or four times this year where he's on the verge of throwing blows with somebody just because he plays with so much passion. And I guarantee he's going to get on a couple guys' nerves because he's like, hey, man, uh-huh. it's a game in J- January nobody cares about. Why are you screaming at the top of your lungs in the second quarter? Because that's just the way he plays, man. I, I love his approach to the game. And I know we're not allowed to talk about trades on the NBA podcast without mentioning Ben Simmons. Uh, but I, yep. I would love to see what's going to happen in Toronto with that Pascal Siakam situation. If Scotty Barnes sure. comes out and he's great for them, what they kind of do with those two guys, if Pascal becomes a trade piece, I think that's going to be super interesting. Uh, Toronto is just a really interesting team, you know, with Kyle Lowry leaving. I was surprised when I started looking up and down that roster, like, man, this is an interesting team. And we know there's so many good teams in the East. Uh, but, yeah, you stole my pick. I love me some uh, Scotty Barnes. So I'm going to go to my next guy, Uh Davion Mitchell, I think I'm pronouncing that right. Davion Mitchell, I love, love, love Davion Mitchell. And I hate, hate, hate that he plays for the Sacramento Kings. (laughs) (laughs) Because, man, that dude, we don't want to talk about D-A-W-G, dog. Davion Mitchell fits in that category. He gets inside of your jersey when he's playing defense. He loves guarding guys. He had one of the best nicknames coming out of college. What was it, off day, off night, whatever it was when they were calling him at Baylor. Whenever you played Davion Mitchell, you had an off night because that dude is just on top of you the entire game. Uh, But, man, I just hate the fact that he goes to that team where he's going to have to sit behind you know uh, Tyrese Halliburton and, and De'Aaron Fox we know those two guys are super talented that's the backcourt of the future in Sacramento and as much as I love Davion Mitchell when you see him in some of these NBA games you see the size difference when he's standing next to a guy like a Paul George or you know one of these big wings where he's long and he's athletic but he's not quite big enough to guard those type of guys and if you're going to play him with Halliburton and Fox I think it's going to be tough for them to really match up on certain nights. But I love, you know, the the passion that guy plays with, the physicality he brings at the guard position. And, and again, I talked about a couple guys going to be – Scotty Barnes is going to get on a couple guys' nerves this year. I think Davion Mitchell is going to do the same thing, the way he defends on the ball. So I'm excited to see what he's going to look like. But, unfortunately, he's probably only going to play like 15 minutes a night because Sacramento got too many down. And I didn't even mention Buddy Hield. They had him out yep, there in Sacramento yep, as well. So, I, yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, I love him as a player. I wish he would have went somewhere else but it's other than Sacramento. Uh, but, yeah, at least he's out there with my guy Jason Jones. So I'm sure Jay Jones will have a few fun That's stories right. about him. Oh, yeah. There's no doubt. All right. My last one. It's a deep cut. The super deep cut. We're talking the 40th pick in the draft. Jared Butler. Oh, my Arthur God. Baylor guard. You stole my other pick. Did I really? I have Jared Butler Man. written right Man. here. <laughs> I have been a Jared Butler guy for a while. Hey, uh, I got a fun I got a fun fact for you. I covered Jared Butler in high school when he was at Riverside. Yes, I got to see Jared Butler as a sophomore in high school. So that's how far back wow. I grew up. So that was kind of a, a second homer pick for me calling out Jared Butler. But, yeah, I, I'll let you go. Yeah, man, I have I was always kind of when I watched that Baylor team, I was like, man, I kind of would just kind of rather have Jared Butler. Like I just <laughs> I like the skill set that he brings. I think the offensively he's going to be really good. And if not for that heart issue and for just the medical stuff, I I think he should, I still think he should have been a first rounder cuz that he was cleared. Uh, but I think the Jazz got a steal, man. No I think doubt. they got an absolute steal at pick 40. I I frankly don't understand it. I thought he was going to go in the late first round. I, there was actually word that a lot of teams liked him there. Or even earlier in the second round, I thought there were a couple teams that had circled him that would have wanted him. Uh, 
but yeah, he's a guy that's going to shoot it from deep. He can score off the dribble. He's a pretty good passer. He's a, a pretty decent defender too. He doesn't have great size. He doesn't have great athleticism, but he's just a guy that I think, especially for the jazz, like we're talking about a, a bad fit for your last player, but like this is like for Davion, but like this is a perfect fit for, you know, for Jared Butler to go to a team like the Jazz, whose offense just fits, like the ball's going to swing to you, and you got to be able to take that open three. And Jared Butler's going to take and make so many open threes for them this year. Uh, I'm I'm excited to see him play. I think he should play from the jump because I mean he's almost 21 years old. You know he was a junior at Baylor, so I think I think he's ready. And I, I think you know the Jazz have kind of built their team on steals of the draft. You know that's that's what their main guys are, and I think they've added another one. Yeah, and you mentioned him going to the perfect spot. How about him being able to sit behind Mike Conley and Donovan Mitchell for the entire Dude. season and learn from those guys, learn from Quinn Snyder? I agree mm-hmm. with you. I think that's a perfect pick for that Jazz team. He's already a guy who can shoot the three ball, can hit those little floaters. I think he's a little small right now, so he's going to have some trouble finishing at the rim at this level. But, yeah, I, I love that Jared Butler pick. I, I think he's going to be a really good player. Like I said, I've been seeing him since he was a kid. So, you know, mm-hmm. I'm a little biased, but I, I think that guy is so smart the way he moves around on the court, the way he handles pick-and-roll situations, can play on the ball, off the ball. I, I really love that pick for Utah, and I think he's going to fit in so well there, learning from Mike Conley. I, I think that's the best thing that ever could have happened to him. And, and if we're going to go with second-round steals, I guess my, my backup guy that I had uh, written down here, Sharif Cooper. Man, okay. uh, speaking of learning from guards, how about Sharif Cooper getting to learn from Trey Young? Uh, it's not you know, quite as old as Mike Conley, but I feel like whenever I watch Sharif Cooper, it's like, he's like Trey Young light in a lot of ways. He's small, yep. pick and roll, maestro, so much flash in his game, uh, loves making those highlight plays. He already got like a hand one highlight with Jalen Johnson in a, one of his first preseason yep. games. Yep. He hit the game winner out there in summer league from the corner. I, I think this guy, I don't know if he's going to crack that rotation in Atlanta immediately because mm-hmm. it feels like they got like a million guards out there They've guards and wings so i don't know yeah. if he's gonna play immediately but i think he has a bright future and i just love his swagger when he's on the court you know rocking and pick and roll finding guys he just has so much confidence and vision and getting to play with trey young and see how he operates on the court i think it's gonna be the best thing to ever happen to him he just gotta get he's gotta get that jump shot together man it's real ugly looking that's yeah that's the thing man that's the thing with Sharif that'll hold him back the passing like he's probably the best passer in the class and there's a lot of good passers in this class um it's just the shooting man like if you don't if nobody cares about guarding you and you're six foot one it's tough buck 80 like doesn't matter like you gotta shoot it so that's that's the thing to watch for Sharif Cooper uh, thanks so much for listening to the Daily Ding. Uh, make sure that you go read all of Will's stuff on The Athletic. And have a great, great weekend. And we'll talk to you guys again next week.